In the studio today, Tony Hermes and Brandon Horvath. How are you guys doing? Doing well, good. thank you. Good, good. Thank They're you. with um, Super Bowl, which is a, uh, a soup, sandwich, and a salad, correct? That's correct. Um, carry out, delivery, dine in, all the above. Catering. Catering, all of it. And you guys are located in Farmington Hills? Correct. That's right? Great, great. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, let's start off with how did you guys start it? You know, how did this whole subject come together whose ideal was it out of both of yours go ahead brandon it was your idea so let's just be brandon put the whole the, yeah. the whole deal together yeah. so uh we've been in uh i've been in the restaurant business pretty much my whole life since okay. i've been about 12 years old my dad started a bar down in south carolina so i grew up in the restaurant business and i was working for a different restaurant before I started this one. Okay. And I felt like I wanted to take a venture on my own. Sure. I just graduated college and I've known Tony my whole life. He's been a mentor to me. Okay. He's uh, been my soccer coach since I was a little kid. We've gone all over the country traveling, playing soccer, won state championships together. Good. So when I got, uh, when I left the other job, I wanted to get in contact with him and I had an idea about opening a restaurant myself. And when I approached Tony, he was kind of skeptical of it because he's never been in the restaurant business before. So this is all new to you. Well, Tony. I've been I've been in, in the soccer business all my life. Okay. I, I, I've coached. Uh, I had my own club and you know coached uh, many many young age groups. As sure. Well as college. I had my own indoor facility for almost twenty five years. So okay. Tell totally new venture. Right. But I, I had a faith in in, in Brandon and because uh, I know him and I know the family since he was nine ten years old. Uh, getting trained under my wings and um, trust him, love him like a son. Right, right. Matter of fact, I uh, just told him I'm going to adopt him, so I filed for the paper. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> His mom resisted. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Fantastic. So so it was, uh, Brandon, your whole idea. Well, no, we have a partner, a chef, Steve, okay. that's in the kitchen right now making some food, but yeah, he, I mean, because we're uh, it's what one o'clock now, so yeah, somebody's yeah. got to be back yeah, at the Steve's, uh, Steve's man <laughs> holding the fort right down. Now, sure, so. absolutely. Steve we, uh, is the man. He Steve was a uh, head chef with me. We worked together for about three and a half years. Okay, so you you've been in the restaurant business Correct. a long time. A long time. Okay, I've been to all sorts of breakfast, lunch, bartending, bars, okay. catering, catering. Right, and okay. uh, so when I got with Steve, we worked together for about three and a half years, and the company was with. Uh, they didn't want to grow, okay. so we kind of got together and we started talking. And he wanted uh, his food is excellent. I mean, he does literally everything homemade from scratch. So when we got together, uh, I asked him if he wanted to come join the team and be our head chef and be a part of this uh, venture that we're about to do. Because you know he's been opening restaurants his whole life. He's mm -hmm. been a head chef since he was a little kid. So okay. he's been in and out. So when he said that he would become a head chef and Tony was on board, then. The location came up over by uh, the Home Depot in the Triatria area. Yeah, and that that is northwestern, south of 14 Mile. For any of our listeners Correct. out there that want want to know exactly where it's located, next Correct. to Home Depot. I mean, yeah, right in front of it, right in yeah, like right an in outlot. There's the uh, the shopping center with about five East. units in there. Yep. East so uh, you know, we uh, we left our other job and we started putting together the uh, restaurant. Okay. And we didn't have a name. We didn't have a menu. All we had was a location. Right. I mean, I love the name. Yeah. 
Thank Super Bowl. It's a great, great name, and it goes That's with the concept. Catchy. Yeah, it's, it's totally catchy. catchy. It's totally it changed it goes right because with because it. in the beginning we were going to name it uh, That Soup Shop. Okay. And I said, they ain't going to fly for it if you want to franchise it. So right, said, right, right. Something yeah, so we, unique, simple, and an eye catcher. Right. And it was like, it flies well because it's, we were going to name it Soup Herbal. Right. So we said, well, you know, let's do it Super Bowl. And right, right, right. Nobody will forget. Hey, nothing wrong with that. It's catchy. It. Yeah. And you'll remember that. Yeah. Yep. So. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What, uh, when did you start the concept? It started uh, when? The concept started at the end of April. So of? Of last year. Last year, 17. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Our first day open was June 19th. So mm -hmm. in the beginning of May, we started getting everything together, our equipment, our name, our menu. Okay. And we literally had the place open within, I think it was five weeks. Yeah. Six exactly. weeks. One of the fastest uh, <laughs> we've ever, you know, seen a lot of people in the restaurant business that tell you it takes six months to get it done. But we were fortunate and lucky enough that we um, got it done in five weeks and right. uh, have a good landlord. So um, got it up was there a, Was there a restaurant there before or no? Yes, there was a oh, old there. crab restaurant okay. that was there for a little bit, and they shut down. Right. So, so we you took in. their. So that helps out too, yeah, rather than going in, into a, up, right. a straight uh, a white box. Correct. Some of the plumbing was already there. Correct. Um, some of the, but um, it definitely helps out, and Correct. it's a great, great for location. Sure. For you know, sure. I, I know Absolutely. the location very well. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Definitely. So when we uh, decided to start this, we wanted to kind of see what concept we were going to come up with. And since we wanted to uh, move into the fast casual, because there's a lot of businesses around here, and we know they got to get mm -hmm. in and out, back to work. Sure. We wanted to bring the fast casual, but we wanted to do a fine dining, too. A high-end, basically. High-end high quality into fast casual. Okay. We wanted to be known, you know, better than Zoops. Right. And even better than Panera Bread because of the, you know, we always looked at in any business, it's a customer service. Sure. Consistency of, of your product. And you got to believe in the product. We believe in Number the product. Number one. I don't eat it. That's right. I won't serve it. Right. So that was our concept. That was our, you know, philosophy. That was our idea. And I think uh, with all three of us, really, we make a great team. Right. You can take any NBA on any day in the food business, only not in the basketball. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Right, absolutely. So let's go to like the day-to-day -day responsibilities for you guys. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you op you're open, uh, what are your hours there? Uh, we are open Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. So it's mostly lunch, dinner, correct? Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah no correct. breakfast. So so your day-to-day -day responsibilities as a restaurant owner, co-owners, manager would be what? What would, all, what would involve all that? Um, ordering produce, meats? breads well we the way we had i had it structured i'm the guy that i oversee things okay pay the bills when need to be paid. somebody's got to do that that's right. <laughs> so, so that's on my show right um i have a a, a, a great trust and and uh world of respect for brandon being my head manager you're a right hand person sure yes he does the hiring the firing overseas all the books all the numbers when i need something brandon give me this and it's right there now speaking in our you know, other partner, mm -hmm. Steve, who is with World of Knowledge, uh, he's a lot of passion for his stuff. So he takes care of the whole kitchen from ordering the product to, you know, making sure we get the freshest product that we have. Right. Uh, find the right company, which is, you know, uh, very reputable. Uh, we do everything from scratch, and he's devoted. Him and Brandon are that, very devoted to that, the business That is itself. key. 
Absolutely. That is definitely key, you know, I, because you're going to put 110 percent into that. Yeah, I've I've had a lot other businesses. I was in the store businesses. I had gas stations before, and once you have a business, which I was telling the boys before, mm-hmm. I says, "This is not a walk in the park. You're going to be married to that business. You're yeah. going to be committed. Yeah, so right. you're going to be working hours that you've not used to. Right. But they have been though. You're right. It's, and, it's, and, it's and I said, you know, like like Steve, our chef comes in. We open at 11, but he's there every day at 8. Him and Prepping Brandon, and getting prepping everything ready. And getting, yeah, because we do everything fresh. Right. You know, start from scratch, all the soups, all the salads. Yeah. So it's it's a, it's a really demanding job. I admire them. I love them every day more and more, and I will put my neck on the line for them every time. Because to me, I was very, you know, unsure of this is what I want to get into because right. I had no clue. Right. Um, In restaurants, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a business broker. Right. And I sell restaurants. I sell all kinds of businesses. I mean, restaurant is a tough business. I, I told them that. People want to get into it for the ambiance. I own a restaurant. They get into it. Three months later, they're calling me up. Get me out of this thing. Absolutely. You know, it's it's a tough business. Stress, employment, hiring, training, firing. I mean, that's. That, I want to kind of get into the personnel, making sure everybody's happy and working well together. One bad apple could ruin it. Absolutely. You know, so how do you handle that? You hire somebody, you know, and they just don't want to. Uh... Oh, yeah. Well, when I when I first came up with this idea of uh, trying to start my own restaurant, I've been through a lot of past experiences mm-hmm. with managers, bosses, employees, and managing employees here and there. So I graduated from Rochester College with a business management degree. Good. Learning how to deal with people. And like you said, if you got a happy staff, it's, it makes, it, makes it so much easier, for sure, for easier. sure. And, you know, I've, I've been around a lot of bosses that are really, really, like, on your butt about stuff, about little tedious stuff. And, you know, I feel like if you just treat somebody with respect and you give them a little bit of tug to what get it they back. want, sure. they give it back and they show up. So, fortunate enough, we've had a great turnout for our staff. Mm-hmm. The two girls that have been with us, we've had them since day one. Good. So, they understand that we started out new. And that it wasn't going to grow overnight and that, you know, the hours weren't going to be there. And that we explained that up front to them to keep it honest. Right, right, Being right. honest with your employees, I think, goes a long way. So we've been fortunate to have them. And then the two guys in the kitchen have been with us since day one, too. That goes so, far. I tell you, that goes far. You're not, um, that tells you something. Correct. They're and happy. When people come and in want... every day, our customers come in. Same the same face. the same faces. For sure. Five, six days a week. Right. They know something's going right. Right. You well, know, de- dealing with the public is not the, the, the easiest. I'm sure you have. And I've coached for many years, have my own club, and it was one of the toughest because you have to please everybody and it's right. very, very hard. But I brought in the coaching philosophy is building a team. You're as good as your team. And if your team, you know, love the coach and respect the coach, they absolutely go the extra mile. And I, I brought the two aces on my team and uh, we've been fortunate enough to it's all about the team no matter what you Absolutely. do there's no Do- I. donald trump said it best yeah. he goes i get the best of the best that i can get Correct. attorney cp everybody the Absolutely. best of the best yeah. put that team together and go running strong that sky's the limit it, it, it is it limit. is you put it in it it, it is um that, you, got, you guys same, don't have i'm sorry, sorry. go ahead yeah, saying about the team, and that's why Tony's on our team because, yeah. like I said, I played soccer with him my entire life. I've coached for him, team coached player with him. I've I've worked for him. I've ref at his dome, and I've just always seen the team he's always put together, and that team usually always won. Good, 
And you want to be on a winning team. Absolutely. For sure, for sure. Um, no beer wine license, is there? No. 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 Okay. Too small, but if we expand, uh, we definitely, that's one of the ideas that we have as we grow later on. Down right, right, right. Who's the front face with the customers? Chatting with the customers, making sure everything's... Uh, that's me. Tony's pointing to Brandon. <laughs> so, <it's> like, <laughs> well, I, I, like I said, I, I, I'm in and out. Right. You know, I told them they won. We're trying to get be, Tony to retire. I'm a, no, no, I'm behind <laughs> the scene, and, and I kind of really uh, uh, like to oversee, and I want to, you know, I, I want them to be the front face. The front face. Ooh, and it's a good thing. Because it's a good thing. They, you know, we all have the personalities, and, and I think... Uh, they, he's been in, 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 that, in that situation. He's been uh, in, the, in the food business a lot more than me, so I think he's a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I like him to also be proud of what we have put together. For and, sure. Uh, For sure. We all take a pride, and uh, like I said, a lot is a tribute to Brandon and our success and, and uh, our cook. Yeah, good. Steve. You know, I, I, whenever I go out to dinner with my wife, and when the manager or the owner of the restaurant comes around and greets and asks how your food was, I mean, that makes you feel good. Oh, yeah. You know, they got pride in it rather than just absentee run business. Yeah. They don't even care, okay. you know, and, you know. One, it, thing, one thing I give uh, uh, Brandon a lot of credit. Mm -hmm. He not only greets people out there, but he uh, most of the time he knows people coming in all the time by name. And I think when an owner... Sure. Show the customer by name, I think, goes a long way for right. you. Because I have a lot of friends that walk up and it says, man, your staff are wonderful. You right. Know, this guy up front, man, he greets you. He, you know, make you feel comfortable. Right. They come and ask. So it's, you know, part of the business. And uh, we've been very fortunate. I have been very fortunate with, with the boys. Right. And it's important to be there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, Absolutely. nobody wants to, you know, well, I know it's just by owning businesses. Absentee-run businesses yeah. do not run the way it's smooth, yes. You know, it, it, it's, it's, gonna, and you right. don't have hands on. It, it, you know, you don't know what's going on there. So, yeah. So, what's the secret on having these customers come in secret? every week? Yeah, there's oh, got to be a secret. Is there a promo? Is there is there a promo? You don't want to disclose a secret. <laughs> One <laughs> so, secret we have is like I tell people, uh, Steve, he cares about the food. Right. A lot of people. I've been in a lot of kitchens in my life, and I've never personally been a cook in a kitchen. Sure. I've always been the front house okay. and always dealing with customers and stuff. And when you go back in the kitchen, you can tell who cares and who doesn't care. Mm -hmm. So a lot of a lot of kitchens I've been in, and no, they like to take shortcuts. Steve doesn't take any shortcuts. Okay. He always uses the highest quality foods, the highest quality everything in his whole entire kitchen, and. Um, you know, when, when you taste this food, it tastes great. So it's really easy to sell it. Yeah. I got to tell people, you know, it's like people walking into a Ferrari dealership and you know what you're buying. Right. So once I get you in the door and you taste this food, it makes my job a lot easier when right. you like it. Right. So I think that's a big part of it. And like I try telling the staff and the girls, just uh, always be involved with all the customers. Because like you said, when you walk in, when I walk in any restaurant, I just don't like sitting at a table and nobody come and talk to me. Right. So, even for them to be involved with talking with everybody, I think is key. Right. Like I said, uh, people eat great food, and when uh, they taste it, they always come back. Well, just... from the minute the customer walks in, you get greeted by not only one person, one, two, maybe three sometimes. Right. And then when they're done, we, we you know, we tell them leave that stuff. They go out, they clean it, and then they say thank you. So, I think that's a big part of it. The other part, like you said, Steve, Steve is very passionate about mm -hmm. his food. You know, every morning that I walk in, mm -hmm. the first thing I say, so how you doing? He says, Tony, I'm living the dream. You know, to me. You know, that's great. That is great to have somebody, you know, behind the scenes, 
that puts their 110% into it. And I said, I said, you know, look, take a few hours, go home. And he says, this is my home. You know, yeah. So uh, that's that's the reason why we're successful. Yeah. What kind of promotions are you guys running? Oh, are you guys doing uh, like social media? We, is it direct we, mail? Yeah. Or? We, we, oh, yeah. We've done, in, in the beginning, when we first started, we advertised in a couple of uh, papers, mm-hmm. communities. Just a, uh, like a grand opening, opening and all that. Right, right. And okay. then we were invited to about like the three shows. One of them was the Jewish community show. We did the mac and cheese. We took first okay. place. We did the one in Royal Oak, two of them. One we Bacon came Bash and the Mac and Brew. Okay. So, uh, and then we have a lot of, foodies that they, they hear about us they see us actually one of the biggest foodie we were trying to get him in and one day he called us out of nowhere he says mm-hmm. you know are you guys in media i want to come in and try your food and he ate our hamburger and right. he just said to me this personally, is it <laughs> he said you know this is probably the best top five hamburgers i've ever had in my life that's awesome so that is awesome when it comes from someone that has over what hundred thousand hundred thousand followers that they really look up to and that so goes huge far. yeah it's everybody very knows huge. his name yeah. chow down detroit yes he's like yeah. one of the biggest foodies in the area that's fantastic and you guys probably saw a huge wave of uh business coming after oh, that went absolutely. out you know so well we also we were we were on uh tasty tuesday okay before the super bowl and when that came out we were we were running out of food for the next 10 days it was a madhouse right and uh, we also were on Channel 2, Fox. Yep, Fox 2 News. Fox News. Oh, that's uh, good. That's all yeah, good so publicity. we've been getting, and, and to be honest with you, the, you know, they find us more than, mm-hmm. you know, we go to them. So we've been blessed, not kind yeah. of wood, thank God. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, uh, we're very happy mm-hmm. at what we're doing. And uh, like I tell them, you know, starting something and getting there is one thing. The next thing is, and the hardest thing is to maintain it and keep it going up. Right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and we're all on the same page on that. And we know there's no letdown. You cannot say, well, I got there. I reached these numbers. Now I can sit and relax. I said, you just got to work harder. Oh, yeah. Because if everybody, every day something comes up. And absolutely. Day, you, know, and, and you, you know, the thing, Tony, is also it's a, it's a learning curve. Absolutely. You're always learning. You could be in business 30 years. You're always learning something new. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. 
the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Welcome back to BizBuys on New Radio Media. I'm your host, Armin Nazarian, and in the studio today we have Brandon and Tony from Super Bowl, which is a, a great restaurant here in Farmington Hills, uh, Northwestern 14 Mile Road uh, area. Um, this is a live show for any of our listeners that want to call in. Our number is 844-999-9249. You can ask Tony and uh, Brandon any question. Uh, their menu and uh, so forth. So we ended up, uh, we were talking about uh, the menu. And um, I know, Tony, you were just saying that you may go through a menu change now, or you're in the middle of a menu change. Yes. So we're adding some more stuff. and uh, Right. We're, uh, we're getting a lot of people, when we put specials, uh, as we do every week. Right. And we're getting a lot of respond and people, every time we put our hamburger out there and we run out, we get, our, we get bombarded with phone calls. Good. And so we decided that we're gonna, you know, add some items, take some items out. Now as spring and summer comes in, so we went into a little bit more salads as well. Right, right. And we may want to make sure that we, we make the hamburger uh, as a standard uh, meal daily. So um, our menu should be done within by Friday. I think the menu changes, and you'll see some of the stuff that Good. we had and not there, and then we added a lot of other stuff to it to the menu as well. Good. Have you both you guys worked in all aspects of the restaurant? Like, do you know in case, God forbid, uh, the chef can't make it, who's going to be cooking? Is there a backup or? Yeah, yeah. I know how to do all the cooking. You do? Okay. Yeah. So you, Brandon, if you worked all areas of the kitchen, floor to sales, mm -hmm. what insights can you share about the differences and difficulties? It's easier one specific area over the other. It's difficult. I'm sure cooking is not always going to be the easiest. Yeah, right? I have to say the uh, the easiest part is probably how we set up our kitchen okay. to make it very efficient and fast. And it flows. Correct. Okay. Because Steve has always taught me, even at the last place we worked at, uh, when I first started w working there, I was shocked on how fast the food came out. And when I was serving people, they were shocked because they always would say something to me like, Wow, we just, how'd that food come out so, so fast? So fast, right. And it's because Steve sets his kitchens up efficiently. Right. So our, our so there's ticket not time much travel from time. when he gets a ticket to when your food's at your table should be no more than 12 minutes. Right. So 8 to 12 minute prep time. And I said, Steve has such an efficient kitchen, everything is easy on the line. Right. So our whole menu is very easy to do, and it's very easy to learn. Mm -hmm. uh, one of our chefs, Devin, he was... Uh, Never cooked in the kitchen before okay. his whole entire life. He worked at a liquor store stocking shelves, and we brought him on. We've known him for a long time. He literally walked worked across the street from us at our old spot. Okay. And my man walked in the kitchen not having any experience, and now he literally runs the grill by himself. Good. So I guess that's the easiest part. The hardest part would be, uh, I got to tell you, getting the recipes from Steve. 
A man. He, he just doesn't disclose no, all that. A man does. <laughs> no, it's not that like he doesn't disclose it. It's that he is so smart that he does it off the top of his head. Yeah. He doesn't use measuring cups. He doesn't use anything. So when he's trying to teach you to make stuff, he's kind of like, yo, you just put this much salt in there and yeah. this much powder and this well, much you know, seasoning. Well, th- you, you, you know, that's old school. Yeah. That's old school way of doing that, it. And like Tony was saying, we carry the six standard soups. Okay. And then the four mystery soups, which rotate. So he comes up with literally hundreds of different soups throughout the entire year that he's showed me to make. So the most difficult difficult part would be the soups right. and uh, getting to taste so good because of his touch. He's got a very special touch. And, and he's very, very consistent. Like I sit and watch and I said, how do you do it, Steve? Yeah. How do you do it? And goes, that, that right there is yeah. part of the game. Yeah. You he know, says, keep well, it consistent, you know. That's why franchising. Franchising is a great thing because... They've got a proven plan. Mm-hmm. It's already proven, and they want to make sure. You know, you got all these franchisees, and if you guys think about franchising, I know we were talking about, you may think about franchising is sure. you want to have the consistency of the product. Absolutely. You know, some of the, the franchise uh, pizzerias that I've sold, they want to make sure you get the dough, the right dough, because that's mm-hmm. what they're known for. Absolutely. You got to get the same pepperoni right from the, the from corporate, you know, same sauce so it stays consistent, you know. So mm-hmm. it's key to stay, especially if you're going to start franchising, you know, Absolutely. and having multiple different owners out there keeping the same recipes. Absolutely. Um, so uh, really quick, Brandon. So uh, as the manager, how important is it to know the actual, all the, 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 the categories, know everything? And that would be really targeting somebody new getting into the business. Mm-hmm. Really important to know it all, right? Oh, In it's All aspects important. of the business. Yeah. You all know, you got to start from the bottom of the ladder and work your way up. Correct. Right. Yeah, and that's a, even for me to know the inside of the business, but I really have a firm belief that everybody that works for me should have a grasp on everything in the business. Right. So even the, my ladies up front, they know the menu just as well as I do. They sit there and they watch Steve cook, and yep. they, they learn how to make everything. So then they can bring it out to the customers. So when the customers ask a question, they for already sure. know it like the back of their hand, and they're not sitting there fumbling because a lot of times, you know, when you go out and you ask somebody about something, they kind of give you a shrug or say they don't know. Right. And I really teach my girls that you have to know everything. Yeah. So a, a good way for me to learn is just, I told them when I first hired them, just stand and watch. Right. If you just stand and watch and see whatever the chefs are doing instead of just being You're going to know what's going in it. You're going to know right. what's going in it and you're going to see it and you're going to be able to talk about it a lot easier. For sure. Than just trying to look at a menu and memorize a menu which is another key success is literally getting in the beginning. I used to send the girls back in the kitchen to do stuff. Right. So they get their hands a little right. bit Absolutely. dirty and then they know Absolutely. how to do it when they come up front and they can share it a lot easier. with the Yeah. Customers. The worst is, you know, when you ask a wait staff, you know, something on the menu and they don't know. I have to go. Ask I have chef. to go ask. Hold yeah. on. Let me, or, um, I think it's this, yeah. but if it comes out, Right from the get, I mean, you're confident, you know, you feel, you'll feel good. I'm going to order and stuff. What are some of the challenges as an owner or manager for you guys? Let's go to that. What have been some of the challenges? You're a newer restaurant. I'm sure there were some obstacles. Oh yeah. I guess a a large challenge was just getting people into the restaurant. Okay. You know, it's a, it's on a highway, which is fast traveling. Yeah. You could, you could go pretty quick, pass it really quick. Yes. That's a very difficult We're a little hidden as well. We're not like in a big, big shopping center. Yeah. It it, it is a, um, it is about a six, eight unit strip center right on the, right in front of uh, Home Depot. Yeah. And it's a very, it's actually Northwestern. If you go, yeah. If you go fast, you're going to pass it. Right. Right. If you're not looking out for it. So if you are in Orchard Lake, it's lower, it's four lanes, six lanes. It's easier to spot. 
but I think even with the location is mm-hmm. really I mean, it's nice but it's not the best we still uh, I think we were very surprised with. you know what what's really uh, surprising Tony is I sold a bar a couple of years ago it was a bar restaurant mm-hmm. it was not the best of location and then the owner or the the buyer that put an offer in on it he's like well I don't know if it's worth that kind of money I go that's what he's asking. He goes, I don't know if that's kind of worth that kind of money. I go, look at what the numbers he's doing. Correct. The product was so good. It was a destination that's spot. People exactly. were going there. They didn't care if it was way at the end of the road, away from everybody else. They were still going because it was a destination exactly. spot. The product was great. Exactly. So yours, I, 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 I know where you're coming from, but Correct. I think you'll have no problem. Absolutely. You know, so it's, uh, and, I, and I tell you, we actually surpassed our expectations for being open for Perfect. 10 months to be where we're at. Because I said it's going to take us at least a year. And then after that, these are the numbers we're going to see within, you know, six months after that in the first year and a half. And I think, you know, every day our business just keep inclining. And so we we, we know we're doing the right thing. Right. And then when you sit with people, and I have a lot of friends, and then I, you know, socialize with the private clubs that I'm involved in the Chaldean community. Sure. Uh, uh, you know, people come up nowhere from nowhere. I'll be sitting with my guys and having dinner, and I says, "Hey, you gotta go. You gotta go to the restaurant. That's oh, Tony owns it. It's a great food, great Good. soup. So it's a great feeling when even people that For you don't sure. know they come up and, and point that out. Absolutely. To other people. So we've absolutely. Been you know, when somebody's looking to buy a restaurant, I don't know. I used to own dry cleaners. Mm-hmm. You know, and we would always say somebody that's ready to buy a dry cleaner, you know labor intense you're working it and this and that buying a restaurant a new person getting into the restaurant what would be like say the personality of somebody should have um uh, passionate about the business sometimes they say a little bit crazy you know because you're married well, to it you know so get ready to really hustle right yeah. i mean that's gonna happen what else would you say love the job that's yeah. that's key for everything everything you know? and, it, 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 and that's what i love about brandon and and, and steve i never get an excuse and, and right when i walk in and i see the smile and when mm-hmm. i when he tells me i'm living the dream and he's there from eight in the morning till nine thirty, ten right. o'clock sometimes Six days. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's a lot. So I, I think that's part of it. The other part is you got to be bubble. You got to be people friendly face, a people, people person, person. Absolutely. To, to sit in and, and be able to accept. And I have a lot of friends when I did the open, you know, house, and I said, "Don't give me the the the, the, the good thing that I want to hear. Right. I want to know my negatives. Right. I want to know what you didn't like, why you didn't like it. Because the only way we can improve if people tell us what we did wrong. Yeah. And, and, and so I'm very open-minded as well as my staff. Right. As well as my partners. And I think that's the reason why we've been successful. And right. Hopefully that we're going to grow and we're going to grow pretty quick. And when interviewing somebody, you could tell. <laughs> you know, I mean, I remember some of them, it's like, I don't think this job's for you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> maybe something else. Maybe not this job. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, you know, it, it's 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 a process. So, um, you know, I always get people it, wanting to get into restaurants. Again, is it just because of the ambiance of owning a restaurant? Is it for whatever reason? But I tell them, you know what? It's not. It's work. It's work. You got to work this thing. I'll give you a story. My my son, the oldest one, came up out of high school and says, "I want to go." To schoolcraft, and I want to become a chef. And I right. said, sit down. Why do you want to be a chef? He says, because I love food. I love passion. I'm passionate about the food. Right. And I said, but here's what you, you're only 18 years old. 
and you're going to go into the food business. Do you understand what it takes? You're going to be married to that business. For sure. You're not going to have time for your kids and for your wife. And the beauty of having Brandon and Stephen, they both are single. Thank God. So. <laughs> Once they get married, it may be a different story. I'm you, Tony, I, I, you, watch, better, yeah. you, better, you better learn so, how to cook. Yeah. <laughs> you, better. you know, I know I, the only cooking I know how to do is flip two eggs. That's, all right. <laughs> That's about it. And you guys aren't even doing breakfast. No. <laughs> so... That that's that's too funny. So, um, yeah, it 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 is a job. It's very tough. It is a job. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with Tony and Brandon. Guys, wait up. Hold on. Daddy said, hold on. You know, I was thinking, Bill. Yeah. I'm ready for our show, and and you're ready for the mm -hmm. show. But how do we let everyone know that we're ready for the show? Uh, slow motion rap video. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says there was a substantial drop in diabetes deaths in the decade leading up to 2006, especially for deaths resulting from heart disease or stroke that's attributed to diabetes. American adults with diabetes are still more likely to die younger than those who do not have the condition, but the gap is getting smaller. The findings come after researchers looked at data from 1997 to 2004, covering nearly a quarter of a million adults. The mortality rate may be falling for some very simple but sound reasons. People with diabetes were found to be less likely to smoke and more likely to be physically active than they were in the past. And there also have been some improvements in controlling blood pressure and cholesterol levels. But sadly, the news is not all good though. As the CDC also says that the prevalence of diabetes is likely to rise in the future largely due to poor lifestyle choices and obesity. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Welcome back to Biz Buys on New Radio Media. I'm with uh, Tony and Brandon of Super Bowl, which is a, uh, a lunch and dinner uh, restaurant in Farmington Hills. You know, we just before break, Tony, we were talking about uh, My, is it your son going well, wanting yeah. to get into the restaurant business and everything. Right. So what would be the best way to get somebody to see if they like the business or not? Maybe just go work at it, right? Well, I think in anything you do, uh, to be successful, you have to love it. And like I did soccer for so many years. And, and, and when people asked me, and I said, my wife says, how do you work 14 hours, seven days a week? And I said, because I look forward to go to work every day. Because right. I love it. I enjoy it. Absolutely. And the only way you're going to do it is you got to get your feet wet. Right. So you, if, if you don't know what you like, try something. Maybe try three, four different ones and see what you fall in love with. And right. if you fall in love with something that you enjoy and you think that every morning you wake up and you're not making excuses to go to work or, you know, you're not motivated, right. then that's not that business you want to get into. But right. if you're excited, you can't wait in the morning to put For sure, to, clothes, to get to work and to everything. To get to work, right. then you know the sky's the limit and you're going to be very successful. And that's the thing that, right. that's what I tell to my boys. Um, let's cover your menu. Mm -hmm. 
What do you guys specialize in? I know you, we were talking about burgers, but uh, appetizers, salads, sandwiches. Uh, we specialize in soups. Soup is yeah, your I key say thing. The soups, and what we're trying to do is, uh, you know, a lot of these restaurants, uh, they go out and they get their soups bagged up. They're pre-made. Yeah, frozen. They get it frozen. Yeah, well, one can frozen. of soup, the two cups of water. It's funny in the because when we first started this, our food company Cisco tried selling us bag soups. And we said, no, no, no. They nah. said it was a lot easier, it was a lot cheaper, and you make a lot more money off of it. Right. And like I said, Steve, being who he is, he laughed in their face and said, excuse me, I know how to make every soup out there. Yeah. And I'm going to make it myself. And, and I'm going to make it myself. I'm so, you know, the soups are, are it's got to be our staple because, like I said, you can't go out anywhere, which is why we came up with the concept. You can't really go many places and find 10 homemade soups. Yeah, the only one I could think of really is it's a franchise, and I'm right. not going to give any names out, mm -hmm. but you know what I'm talking about, yeah, you yeah. know. <laughs> so they're not made. They're not made they're fresh. Not, they're not made fresh. Yeah. That's the only thing. That's the difference. And right. That's why they're, they're, you can they're, really taste the difference. And then we wanted to really go out with our salads and our sandwiches. Okay. Like our sandwiches aren't just regular chicken sandwich. It's not regular, you know, turkey sandwich. Mm -hmm. We throw extra sauces we make in there barbecue sauce that we make and we homemade make it look sauces. when you cut the sandwich in half and you look at that it's sandwich, laughing at you yeah it's like wow this is good yeah you eat with your eyes right right so right. when you're looking at the sandwich steve has it so built right layered correctly that when you cut it and you open it it's full of flavor okay even before you take a bite how many sandwiches are, are we talking we're talking we have uh we have about nine sandwiches on our menu okay where we're added uh we kept it at nine plus the burger we have about eight different salads okay and the good thing about our salads are we do all of our dressings homemade from scratch perfect so you That's can't out, you can't go out there and a lot of these restaurants they buy their dressings pre-made pre-packaged so right. all i do is pour it out there but steve like i said he does all of his home and people are Every day, what's that barbecue sauce? Can I yeah. buy it in a bottle? You yeah. guys selling that stuff yet? That could be a separate division, yeah. you know. Start selling it. Sauces that he uses are very unique. Uh -huh. You can't just go find them at any other restaurant, which helps the flavoring of all of our food. And then we uh, we tried to come out with some entrees, so we carried, right. you know. We got some really good chicken fingers that are blowing up all over this area. I mean, we go through pounds of chicken, of chicken. for chicken fingers. Yeah, chicken Be fingers because and it's, fries. again, I we mean, dip it fresh right in front of you. Everybody loves chicken fingers. Yes. Correct, but there's a difference. Kelsey's uh, in the back there. <laughs> She's thumbs <laughs> up. She loves them. So. We, like I said, uh, <laughs> chicken fingers is a pretty funny story because I grew up in the restaurant industry and. I was the chicken finger tester. Right. And when I ate Steve's chicken fingers, I was like, man, these are the best chicken fingers I've ever right. eaten. So he's like, yeah, man, because they're actually chicken tenderloins. We don't buy frozen chicken Oh, yeah, tenders. no, the tenderloin's the best throw to have the, for them, sure. in the fryer. We actually cut our own chicken tenderloins. We use a very nice Coleman chicken. It's got no antibiotics, no hormones. It's Good. got the stuff there. Putting you know Pretty needles expensive. into the chicken, clump it out and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's real expensive. But battered, you know, the, the homemade batter that, that he makes. Yep, a homemade batter. He dips mm -hmm. it. He he fries it. Fries right in nice front of you. Oil, oil. Like I said, uh, what kind of oil? Canola. Canola oil. Yep. Yeah. Even all the way down to the oil we use in the fryer is very expensive. It's not right, right, right. So like I said, it's not just the food that we're carrying quality. It's everything in the kitchen. All the all the ingredients, and like I said, uh, the Steve is so good with keeping the waste down. Right, because we don't really waste too well, much. Well, labor costs homemade. and food costs in any yeah. restaurant will kill you. Cost, correct. It'll food kill you. Yeah. You know, it's uh, you want to make sure you keep those down. Oh yeah. To to, to make sure. Let me ask you. Um, and just knowing firsthand, my daughter 
it has celiac, you know, gluten-free. Are you guys mm -hmm. carrying anything yes. gluten-free? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like Fantastic. I said, uh, in this and area, you're seeing more and more of that. Oh, yes. man. Yes. Like I said, when we first opened up, we had all these people walking. And you got any gluten-free? Gluten-free, yeah. You got any vegetarian? You got any vegan stuff? And yeah. We started getting a lot more of those people. So in the beginning, Steve used a chicken stock for a lot of his soups, mm -hmm. including the broccoli cheddar, tomato bisque, sweet potato bisque. It was all chicken stock. So when we started getting those customers' feedback in, Steve was like, right away, I'm talking about like a month or two into it, he's like, I got to change the vegetarian stock. Right. So he changed the vegetarian stock, and then we have a, uh, a gluten-free bun that we use. Fantastic. So for everybody that wants to get a sandwich and get a mm -hmm. gluten-free bun, all of our dressings besides the ranch is gluten-free. Gluten so Steve takes a lot of pride in that. So even including the four mystery soups, mm -hmm. we always try to keep one of those soups vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free. Perfect. Because of all the You want to cater to everybody. Yes. Yeah. You definitely yeah. want to cater. You don't want to turn anybody who walks into no, your door. No. So, and, and, and people, you know, they know that if they're going to go in there, they know they're going to get something no matter what. They and you're want. starting to see more and more people. Absolutely. With, uh, you know, gluten -free. Gluten -free, asking for yes. gluten-free. Yes. You know, and I have a son that's got peanut allergies, too. Yeah. You know, so it's... it's. You have your hands on. Yeah, when we go shopping, <laughs> it takes us like an hour and a half to yeah, go shopping yeah. in the grocery yeah. store because we're it's like, correct. you know, correct. peanut-free here, gluten-free yeah. here, you know, and all that stuff. Growing up, we never heard of this. Yeah, I know. We no. ate everything. Like I me. said, you eat... You eat and that's, that was a big play into our concept, to be right. honest with you, because... Like you said, the whole transition of the whole food industry. Right. Even you can look at the McDonald's and the mm -hmm. Wendy's and the huge franchises are shifting their menu to the healthier menus. Right. And when you start seeing that shift, you got to follow along with it. You're going to be left in the in the back. In the background. So yes. when Steve, we we're coming up with the idea of what kind of food. You know, we didn't know if we wanted barbecue. We didn't know if we wanted fast you know, food or whatever. Mexican, yeah. whatever we wanted to make. So we came up with the soups because. Soups are fairly healthy for you, yeah. especially when you're making salads. Homemade. Everybody's eating salads. Yeah. Salads are so we wanted to keep a lot of healthy stuff. And like I said, it's very quick. You know, when you go to a restaurant and you got to wait for it to be cooked. Let's say you're in a huge rush, just serving a cup of soup real quick takes two minutes. Right. So they can really get in and out without waiting the seven, eight minutes for a sandwich. Right. And we're known. And we're, known and we're known for our big portions. I don't know if you ever had our bowl. Yeah. Yeah. If you have our bowl of soup, <laughs> that's enough. You, no, you'll have to take the sandwich home because you can't finish yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of times the people eat half and half and they just take sure. a box and take it home. Sure. Really quick, um, are you guys venturing out into maybe other nationality type foods, Middle Eastern foods, maybe add a little bit of fatouche salad here? You know, it, it's funny. Uh, you Tony, that. you're you're maybe you're smiling. I think he may be. Uh, no, no, no. No. <laughs> it's funny because my brother, my older brother, uh -huh. he had. He wasn't. He had an Arabic restaurant. Okay. Called Flaming Kebab. It was very successful. Yeah, in yeah. Field. And he's the one that like Steve. Okay. But you know, I said I don't have no idea, and I don't. I don't mix. We we had a concept. That we're gonna stick with that. Concept. Just stick with the it. The problem is once you start, because he comes up to me, why don't you add a little bit fatouche? Why don't you add well, hummus and, there? Hummus. Why don't you add the lentil? I said, yeah. listen. My chef, this is our concept. We're known for that. We're going to stick to that because I'm looking not only on today, I'm looking where do we want to be five years from now. Right. And to do that, you have to have the concept. And if you start adding here and there, then you're going to fall off the wagon. And I want to be focused. And right. We All three of us are focused on what we want. So as much as I really love it, as much as I really want it, I'm a decent myself. Well, because you know it's it's health conscious yes. again, Middle Eastern food, yes. you know. But I it's think definitely... I think that's gonna take us away from what, what you have, what we have, and we don't want to mix and match. And so what you have our... right now works. Yeah. 
Correct. Absolutely. Why change it? We, you know? we have established an identity. Yes. And we want to keep that identity as it is, and we don't want to mix and match with that. Yeah, it's so. it's funny. I was in just in a restaurant um, uh, out in the Dearborn area, mm-hmm. and they've got Middle Eastern, they've got hamburgers, they got French fries, yeah. they got chicken nuggets, they've got yeah. wraps. They, they got, they, it's like you know, yeah. what, what are you? Four in one. Yeah. What <laughs> are you? Four restaurants in yeah. one. You know, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But you know, my next question I was going to ask you, we were just talking about, is where do you see the next five years for a Super Bowl? Well, where do, where do you see you guys? Part of what, when we first started, is mm-hmm. that, okay, you know, just like a human being, when you crawl, you walk, and then you run. Let's try it, see if we can, you know, have a proven identity. We see if I have a proven concept. Right. I think we have gotten there. The next step is, where do you want to be five years from now? Right. I am definitely looking to expand. We all are looking to expand to open one or two before we can start franchising, franchising because you want to have successful. Yep. Uh, restaurant and names. And, and name very, recognition. Yeah, and, and it's very critical. The next move for us is it's going to make us or break us. Because if you open another one, and you, like you said earlier in the show, uh, the food business, the restaurant business mm-hmm. is the toughest, and the highest percentage of failing is a restaurant. Right. There's so many open up, and six months later, they can't. They, they shut down. Well, so I think we have you, to be very critical. We have to choose a location, the right location. Location is key. You know, Absolutely. I, uh, early on, in, uh, I don't know, maybe eight episodes ago, uh, I had two restaurant owners here, and that's location, location, location Absolutely. is key, along with product. Correct. Product's got to be and service and service and consistency, cleanliness, that's all of it. That's absolutely. it's all part of the the yes. game. But location is very the crucial, and your your menu, and, yeah, the yeah. quality's got to be there. You know, it's um, um, that we can vouch on. We, we we know from our end in the kitchen, the quality, the service, the product, it's there because that's what we believe in. That's why we are where we are today. The next thing is. I'm very, very cautious about the location. We have three mm-hmm. locations. We sit and talk, and and I right. talk. You know, like I said, I don't. I'm not in the restaurant business, so I talk to a lot of people that have been friends of mine, and they're very successful, have right. many restaurants, high end, low end, and trying to make sure the next move has to be almost the right 90% move. The right move for us to. You guys forward. only have the one location now, right? That's right. Right. Okay. But, but we also we teamed up with a with a group called Fuda. Mm-hmm. What Fuda does yep. goes to a lot of office complex buildings, buildings complex, yes. and they have say twenty three restaurants, us and Medicina and Mexican, yeah, barbecue, barbecue uh, yep, and, and 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 they schedule us. And, okay, and it has, you know, it was amazing. The other day we were in a building, and me, Brandon, and uh, my wife helps us, uh, and we go in for three hours. We sure. had served, hundred and thirty two oh, yeah. customers an hour and twenty minutes. And it's all cold sandwiches in our soup. We ran out. We were a couple of miles away. We called. They brought in. So that is also another yeah. way our venturing. The other thing we were looking into, adding food truck. Uh, we're looking into... Golden. Getting, yeah. Getting That's food what you got to do. And get our name out there and go into downtown Detroit. And yeah. Downtown the, and, and I'm seeing and more of that yeah. in downtown so, Detroit. You know, so more, more and more food trucks opening up. So from the vision, I think we are we have what it takes. And uh, it's just a matter of time. So yeah. we don't want to run before we walk. So Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, you guys still are fairly new. Yeah, 10 months. Uh, 10 months. 10 company. months in the business. Yeah. yeah. And, and you've already, I would say, pretty much hit a home run with the first location. Absolutely. Now it's just duplicating it, you Correct. know, finding the Correct. next location. Correct. But also, as you get your second location, labor costs yeah, go up. Of course. Food costs go up, you know, and, and you're going to be spreading yourself now between two locations. Well, we, like I said, before, like even with Fuda, 
We didn't mm -hmm. jump into it, but we structured it what we know. It's we're not going to drop here a beat. And right. if I'm going to go to the next move, we're not going to drop a beat. So right. we're already working on getting other people involved in our business to be ready sure once we make the move so it's just a matter of okay instead of coming to this location you're gonna dive in you're gonna go horvath you're gonna go to that location and steve is running this and i'm overseeing both so i think we're we have what it takes and yes. i think we're it's just a, we need a little bit more time we don't want right. to rush i told nope. the boys we don't want to rush and we will not rush the uh the i love the food truck concept i really do you know i was in downtown detroit on a, a meeting and they were all lined up they've got actually a part mm -hmm. of uh the yeah. road shut down and you got right. four or five trucks mm -hmm. and all these you know people working go down there for a quick meal and uh you know grab something and go so let's take another, another quick break advertising your business these days can be challenging traditional radio and tv ads are expensive and frankly a bit of a crapshoot not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. Gelling agent used in making jams and jelly may have anti-cancer properties. Now, anyone who's ever made jams or jellies is familiar with the ingredient known as pectin, which is a natural fiber product found in most fruits and vegetables. A group from the Institute of Food Research in the United Kingdom found that under the right conditions, pectin releases a molecular fragment that binds with a protein that inhibits cancer growth. And the thing that may make jam and jelly more effective is slowing the growth of cancer than raw pectin is the process used to modify it for use in jams and jellies. You see, it turns out that the modification helps to emphasize the release of the cancer-fighting fragment, which is known as Galactin-3. Now, most commercially available pectin comes from the peel or citrus fruits and apple pulp that is processed before its sale. So for now, no one knows if pectin found in unprocessed fruits and vegetables has the same cancer-fighting qualities. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Welcome back to BizBuys on New Radio Media. I'm your host, Armin Nazarian, and in the studio we have Brandon Tony with Super Bowl, which is a, uh, a restaurant here in uh, Farmington Hills. Welcome, guys. And uh, we left off, we were just talking about, um, you know, expanding uh, the name Super Bowl, Bowl. and, uh, you know, location-wise. But before we go into that, um, Brandon, question for you. Uh, any culinary school, did you go to any for any kind of degree or anything? Or it's just pretty much getting involved and, and working it? That's pretty much all it's been. And usually that's I, the best degree you can correct. have. That you is, know, especially in the restaurant industry, I believe. I don't yeah. believe, you know, I went to Schoolcraft College. Right. I started off there out of high school. I know for, for business. 
Correct. Yeah, I went there for my associate's degree, but they have a great culinary program there. So I was involved in the, you know, in the cafeteria there mm-hmm. a little bit, and I was always involved in cafeteria in high school. I worked for the cafeteria in high school. So like you said, just uh, really being involved in all the restaurants I've been in. Right. I did get a degree uh, from Rochester College for business management, which but, helps out too. Which helps out tremendously. Right. And yeah, I never, I never, I always knew I wanted to own a business. I just didn't know what type of business I yeah. wanted to get into. So it looks like you got food in your blood. Yeah. Tony's got is, soccer in his blood. That's correct. Now it's food. Yeah. With <laughs> so. food, you know, it's, it's something different every day. You get to see absolutely. Faces, you, you know what? It's, it's families come together. You get to see parties. You get to see yes. every day is different when I wake up. I'm not going sitting in a cubicle. Doing right. something the same every day. Every right. day we can make. That's a good thing about being an owner of a restaurant too. When you work for another restaurant, you don't get the say of what food you want to make. Right. You don't get the say of what specials you want to make. You don't get the say of what you want to do. You always have to do what your boss says you have to do. Yeah, you call it. So now you know. Even if you think you have more of a knowledgeable sense of the food right. and what other customers are saying. Because you're with them all the time. Sure. You hear what they say, and then you go to your owner. Hey, the customers are saying, no, we're not changing anything. You're like, the customers, all of them. Like, we hear a lot of feedback from our customers. So when you come in and a customer asks us, hey, are you ever going to have this? Are you ever going to have that? We take it that in consideration. For even sure. for any soups. Hey, you're going to make this soup. You're going to make that soup. And it's, yeah, we'll write it down for you and look at it on social media to see if we can make that soup for you. Right. And I think that's uh, very high with our reviews. I don't know if you looked on, but if you check out Google, Facebook, Yelp reviews. Your reviews are up there. Five star. Good. Four and a half to five star. That's what we want to hear. Anything below. You can check us out. I take a ton of pride in that. Every time I wake up, I look on each platform, and I see if anyone wrote a review or not. And to get all five star reviews, and then to look at all the other restaurants and read their reviews and see where they did something wrong, it feels really good. And it really proves that you're doing something right sure. when you have hundreds of people leaving reviews without you asking them to do it. Mm-hmm. When you walk in, I'm like, hey, make sure you fill out a tell, review. Tell them, tell them about the, the, the comers they travel and they stay at the Holiday Express and they just say, oh, oh yeah. you have a bite to eat. The, the Holiday Express, everyone goes on Yelp. Right. And they say, oh, man, we just, you know, it's walking Found distance. Found yeah. we, we saw you at four and a half stars, better than everybody else. Good. And then every time they leave, they say, hey, man, Will you open one of these in our state? <laughs> when are you going to get to our state? Well, just wait until we start franchising, right? Yeah. <laughs> we had one of the ladies came in, and she was, I think, from uh, the South, North Carolina, somewhere, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. She called, like, four or five days later, and she says, "Can do you guys have a um, uh, certificate? Do you guys sell, like, a food certificate, cards? And, and, she, and I said, well, what do you need for you in Atlanta or whatever state? She right, certificate. She goes, certificate, yeah. She goes, no, no, I want to buy for my daughter, because I told her, you have to come to your restaurant. Right. So buying her one, she's going to force the cook. I want her to eat your food. Yeah. So that that speaks a lot for you know for what we have, and, and we, we take a pride in what we do. So right. it's real nice when you have out-of-staters even mention you yeah. to their kids. Would you guys change anything if you were to do it all over again? Is there something, maybe yes. some? Okay. One thing. I would like it to be bigger. Okay. Because... Our dinner is picking up because we, we have a, a lot of It's a smaller of unit. Is yeah, it, we're about like... 12, 1,400 square feet? Uh, we're about between 13, 13 to 1,400 okay. square feet. But if I went to open another one, I would like to have the liquor license. I think our dinner with our salads, you know, I have people come and eat our salmon salads or shrimp salads or chicken salads, and they say it's amazing. And I mean, I don't want to mention names, and they really put a high name right. ends out there for us. So... 
if we have liquor license in a bigger space, I think uh, maybe that's something down the line. Well, mm-hmm. we'll would open two more Super Bowls the way we are, but definitely we're looking to open a bigger one with the liquor license and, and uh, having a nice full dinner because we have what it takes. We have the chef, we have the staff, mm-hmm. we have the management, and uh, we have the know-how and Good. the personalities to get it done. So, And you yeah. got to see, when we first started the Super Bowl, we had 10 seats only in the restaurant. So we only we we're like oh we're gonna put four tables up and yeah about twelve chairs and then what what's the seating capacity in now in there? Uh, I think it's like thirty. Okay. So we're that's up, not we're even up. counting the outside. So we're about like thirty two and yeah and you fill it up about forty. Yeah. And you have no problem filling that up. Yeah, correct. Very very good. Closing remarks, guys. Well, um, just one thing we forgot to make the mention. We do a lot of catering, so okay. we I have. Me and him, we had delivered to hospitals 30 miles away, downtown Detroit, okay. Rochester, Oakland University. So people, when they try our food, they love the food. The next thing is they look at our catering menu. They can go to our websites. And, and, and we, we the, the, you know, the mileage, it doesn't fear us. So we deliver and we always get great reviews after yeah, that. Yeah, all online. They can do online catering, everything, yeah, right? They can online, online ordering, ordering, ordering and, and online that. catering, everything you can you Fantastic. Can as well as... Um, now that a lot of people love our food, we've been getting a lot of like uh, small parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had uh, a shower party. We had retirement party coming good. up. So it's really a good thing. We had we had one of the state representatives was uh, doing fundraisers, and mm-hmm. so it's a great feeling when when you're so small and you're still getting oh, that yeah. attention. So um, uh, we're, we're we're very appreciative of our customers. Uh, they've been the the heart of our business. They've been very supportive. And uh, they've done their job, and I we go at extra mile for good, them. Good, good, good. Somebody's not happy, we make sure that we take care of it. Let's give the listeners the address to Super. Uh, uh, the address is three two four zero seven Northwestern Highway, Farmington Hills, Michigan four eight three three four. And website? Our website is www.superbowlrestaurant.com, and our phone number is two four eight seven zero two six seven two three and we really would like everyone out there listening to come enjoy some great food like i said you can't find our food anywhere else in the entire world steve has come up with them on his own so anybody out there listening if you want a great meal i promise you we won't let you down and a great service fantastic brandon tony it was a great pleasure having you guys on the show and we'll see you soon thank you very much much. thank you appreciate you having us thank you